0: To 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 live into that space of like being comfortable because so many people that's not comfortable, people that's older mm-hmm. than you, older than me, that are mm-hmm. still not able to be themselves, you know, because yeah. of whatever experiences they've had in their past or their families and they've just said, you know what, I'm just not I'm just not gonna be myself, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's an admirable thing. Um so keep doing your thing, you know, obviously keep keep it. keep doing what you're doing. What's up everybody and welcome to the Queerly Black show. Welcome back to another episode of the Quayley Black Show. I'm your host Ashley. I'm joined today
1: by Sapphire,
0: coming hey, to us so from on? Atlanta. Sapphire, what's tell the
1: people on? about yourself. What's up, world? It's your girl Sapphire, checking in, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, this is young, aspiring artist, female artist, coming out of Atlanta. I'm 26 years old, and I'm just, I'm just glad to be here. Thank you for having me so much. You know, what absolutely. I mean,
0: absolutely sure. so 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 you know I asked everybody so so when would you when did you have your first <laughs> encounter with your sexuality when did you know that so, you like the ladies
1: so I was about 16 I'm 26 now like I said so good a good 10 years on it um I was 16 when I first had my little encounter it was actually with my my best friend so it was more comfortable with
0: your best friend huh yeah,
1: nah. <laughs> this was my best friend, man. Um, y'all know how that goes. We had no business doing all that, but we tried some things, and it, it, it really stuck with her first before it stuck with me. You know what I mean? So when she kind of, um, she, she pushed up on me, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got a crush on you, and it was like, what? Like, me? I'm goofy as hell. Like, it was like, what? Nah, no way, Blake. Get what? And then we ended up sticking it out, and we ended up what she ended up being my girlfriend. We we, we rocked for about what five years on and off. You know how that goes, you know. Unfortunately, it ended off. Yeah, <laughs> but so wait, so yeah, so
0: before that, you ain't had no, you ain't you ain't like her. You ain't had no other girl crushes not elementary,
1: like, nothing like that. Like I had a crush in high school like but it really wasn't it was a quick crush like I really wasn't sure what I was feeling I just knew like when I see her like you know what I mean I had little butterflies in my stomach it was crazy I would do like little weird shit like oh can I cut some hair? try
0: to keep it light just so that they okay, don't edit mom, it out too mom. much it, it, it'll, it'll get like flagged and everything just keep it, it, it if it slip up but just try to try to it myself <laughs> my
1: <mom>. <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, but nah yeah so she used to give me butterflies and um one day I was, we had a, what class was that? I think it was environmental science or something like that. And I had bought her a rose and put it on her desk. I tried to act like I tried to go and sit down and like, it wasn't me. I just tried to let her walk in and see it on her desk. But I, I think she just, I, I think she read me. Like when she walked into class, she looked at the rose. She started blushing. She came right over there to me talking about, thank you. I was embarrassed because I'm like, dang, I ain't thinking <laughs> about
0: Somebody told her you did
1: it, or or she just, or she just knew it was you. She just knew it, like she just knew it. She really knew it, bro. She just came right over to me and just like you know, hug me all, hug me all, sexual and stuff. I'm like, oh, <laughs> hey, no, don't do that, don't do that. <laughs> I don't... Wait, this is high school? Yeah, this high school. Like this was, oh when, man, um, this was my junior year. Because my senior year, I was all out there. Like my senior year. I came all the way. Wait, so this is a different dreams. girl. This is not your best friend. This is a different girl. Ah, uh, this is like this a little fling, little crush for a little second. I mm. didn't really know what was going on, but it was something that I had picked up on. Like I was old enough to know, like, hold on, like that, you know what I'm saying? That's a little feeling. It was something she like She was right giving here. you she
0: was giving you vibes, or you just felt like you you yeah. just like her.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like it was vibes, but like she had she was talking to somebody. So it was like a girl. Like so guy. like if she was talking to a girl. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it was more so like she would just play around with me, like, hey, little baby, hey, little mm. baby. But she knew what she was doing on making me blush. <laughs> she seen it, bro. She seen it.
0: <laughs> so you put the move on, you gave her a little rose. She hugged you out. Put, what she hugged you
1: and stuff. Man, she, ain't, we, ain't, we, ain't, we ain't popped off on of that. Like, we, we kicked it a few times, but it, it really wasn't nothing much to it. Like, like I said, she had a girlfriend and stuff. So, like I said, like she really just tried to play me like I was like just a little baby, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I mean, she I put you in tried the wings to, you know, until you know see yeah, how that thing man. went
0: if it, if it all worked out with her with her main thing, she was like, I'm gonna just you know what I mean put you put you in second I'm place just, real quick.
1: I'm gonna stick beside it <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm gonna stick beside
1: <laughs> it. <laughs> nah, of. Nah, it was crazy. That was my first little interaction, but like I said, my second interaction. Really, I can't even say my second interaction, but when I really realized that I was really liking a girl, it, it just so happened to be my best friend for sure. And he, he to did so, this. you ain't like your best friend before this, no? Nah. She so nah. she, she was
0: like, she told you, like, yo, I like you. How long y'all was best friends before this happened?
1: What, like three years? Like, I met her when I was and never. never. Nah, like she had a boyfriend, everything. She had a boyfriend. She had just like she had just had a baby. Like it was not oh. supposed to go down. Da- like you feel me? <laughs> it was not supposed to go down like that. Like you had that, de- you, you had that,
0: de- you you any thought, you you put her all the way out your mind. Like the baby and everything. <laughs> oh nah.
1: <laughs> like I'm just looking at you like What's my best friend. So like. When she kind of told me that she had a crush on me, it was like, what? Like, me? Like, that's crazy. Like how she tell you? She texted you or she
0: told you, like, in your face?
1: Yeah, she texted me, like, we were sitting in the living room. She told you, like, a, I, I gotta tell you something. I gotta tell you <laughs> <laughs> She like, I gotta tell you something. So I'm like, what? She like, I'm gonna text you. I'm gonna text you. She's sitting on the other couch. She texts me. She's sitting there looking at me, waiting till I read the message. I'm reading the message. I'm scratching my head, like, what? <laughs> I'm nobody's stepmom. <laughs> That's crazy. But I didn't even go wild. Like, bruh, we ended up taking it there. We just took it there. We was there for a minute, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then up until I, she was older than me too. So she was 18, I'm 16. Mm-hmm. So I'm in high school. She not, so, you know what I mean? I'm in school, I'm doing my thing. I, you know what I mean? I'm meeting people this is my senior year so last year I wasn't even you know I wasn't out I wasn't especially I wasn't even comfortable with anybody knowing I even had any type of feelings for a female but my my senior year oh my god I turned it up a whole notch came out <laughs> I came out I'm just like I hey, was together, together at that point um yeah we was We was most definitely together mm. and um I'm just like, shoot, if I'm going to be out, I'm going to be outside with you. Mm-hmm. Man. You don't use the goddamn being in and out, like pick what you're going to do, like figure out what you're going to do, figure mm-hmm. out what you like, figure out your mind. So my whole summer, like after my junior year, my whole summer, I was just, you know, getting into it. Like I said, you know what I mean? see you here. So oh. which I was off and on,
0: which I off and on, or y'all was together, but you just wasn't like, you just weren't out and like completely securing yourself, but y'all was together.
1: Not like we like my my senior year we was together like when I went home I couldn't really like I couldn't really be as open as I wanted to because um, of who I stayed with like uh, they was basically like my parents at the time like like uh, my uncle I called him my I call him my uncle or whatever but he ain't play that he ain't play it like he yeah. was just like nah it ain't happening up in him. so I ain't really have to dress like a girly girl but I always just like you know just stayed at home basketball mm. short. I play sports so it was just like you know. Yeah. It's always, where your boyfriend at? You know what I mean? Because yeah. like, oh, like they know don't already. They him. already
0: know what's up. But they trying to see, like, <laughs> <I>
1: like <laughs> you trying know, to weave on. this in here. See
0: if she'll give it another chance. You like, bro, y'all yeah. tripping. <laughs> nah,
1: but it's crazy. He never found out until I got out of high school, until I graduated. Like, mm. I kept it, you know what I mean? Like, he just never found out until I graduated. Well, probably, like you said, he probably knew. He probably just ain't say nothing or whatever. But, mm. um... Once I got, once I came out and I got comfortable with myself and like, you know, um, oh, my junior year, I had a conversation with a group of girls in Spanish class. I remember them telling me like, oh, like, if you, if you was gay, you'll have, like, you'll have them all. Like, I'm just like, what? It was just crazy to me. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Spanish girls. <laughs> <was ready>. <laughs> like ready to in Spanish, the world.
2: Was
1: in Spanish class. <laughs> Nah, you are ready but, to give you the world. Man, it was crazy. So we're like, when I, like, my senior year, I'm comfortable with myself. I'm comfortable with my skin. I'm like, I'm rocking out. I got a girlfriend at the crib, but it's a lot going on in school. I'm playing sports. You know, Um, I'm, I'm on varsity. I wanted to start athletes. This is going on. And so this is like, okay, we having pet rallies. I'm seeing somebody like, hold on, who that is? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know. So was
0: you was but, you, you kind of like, was you trying to be faithful or was, were you faithful and were you or was it hard just being that you kind of had two you had two different worlds because like your girl's <laughs> older than you she at home at the crib with the baby and you at yeah. school like new out Joyce is like yo what's up and you like yo you gotta keep it. Cool. I'm not
1: even gonna I'm not even gonna lie, like when when I was with my like when I was with my first, like I was with her. Like that was my that was I was rocking out with her. But um when I'm when I met the girl who became the next girl you feel what I'm saying um like I was just completely taken back like you you know after after your best friend yeah like this is like while I'm at school I'm realizing like hold on like you know what I mean I didn't really get to get out there like Mm -hmm. I got tied in with somebody like and I ain't never regret that but it was just like when certain things started happening I just I just uh adapted to it real quick mm-hmm. because it was something something that I ain't really know nothing about. I was trying to see what that be like.
3: <laughs>
1: but um but yeah, that's pretty much what it was, man. And um, but even she knew she knew I had a girlfriend, so she had even asked me, like, you got a girlfriend? And but I was had like, friends, I was like, yo, <laughs> she like. I know I follow you on Twitter. <laughs> all right. uh, okay. But so you down I with kept the shit. Pito. <laughs> yeah. <When> I all out, <laughs> <like>, okay, yo, <laughs> Man, next time, I think the next time she had did something, like my girlfriend did something, man, I just broke up with her, I, I, I stayed broken up with her. I was like, yeah, I got my mom made up. I'm trying, I'm trying to see what that be like, you know what, mm. what I'm saying? Unfortunately, mm. you know how that goes. It don't, it don't ever end well like that, but. Yeah.
0: So when you so coming out for you was what like was who was that who who are the people that you felt like, man I gotta tell this too you know what I mean like most people it's like, all right once I tell my moms my grandma like I'm cool yeah. everybody else I don't really care like who for you yeah. was like the people that you was like man like all right I gotta talk to them about this like I gotta really tell them,
1: mm-hmm. so I, I knew I had to talk to my mama but. I hadn't stayed with my mama. uh, Like, I moved in with my best friend at an early age. So I hadn't stayed with my mama. So, like, I knew talking to my mama was something I had to do. But it wasn't something that I was scared of. More so um, the woman who I was staying with at the time. You know what I mean? It was kind of weird to just come out and tell her, you know, that I like girls. But even when I did that, like, she didn't even – she didn't make me feel weird. She was asking me questions. She, Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was like, what? You know what I mean? I told my mom. After I told my mom. I was just like, "Hey, mom, um, <laughs> I got a girlfriend." She was like, "What?" I'm <laughs> like, "I got a girlfriend." So she like, "You got a girlfriend?" I'm like, "Yeah." She like, "You talking about like a like a like a like a friend, like, like a, a friend, partner, yeah. or, like a, or like a significant other?"
0: My grandma called so him a like, lady friend.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, "I got a significant other." Like, so she like, she get quiet boy, Say, She like. Well, you still my baby. Blah, 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 blah. So that made me feel good. It was just yeah. like, okay, like I think like low-key she kind of already knew too. I just always been a little hard and stuff like that. Um my brothers, I got two blood brothers. Um they found out uh, my middle brother found out he ran into my girl, my first girlfriend, he ran into her sister at the gas station. She knew who my brother was because she seen pictures of him, but he didn't know her. So when she saw him, she like, hey, you uh sapphire brother. He like, yeah, like, you know, how you know me? She like, oh, she date my sister. He like, what? <laughs> Damn, out of here right at the gas like,
0: station.
1: You know what I mean? He called me like, hey, oh, uh, so what's up? Like, you got a girlfriend? I'm like, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just like, oh, like, why you ain't tell me? Like, you know, I ain't tripping on none of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, them boys, so you know how they, they, they ain't really tripping on that, like, it just like, mm. shoot. I'd rather, i rather you, you know what I'm saying? make your mood and you out here getting your you know what I'm saying getting you know ran on or whatever you know whatever situation could be you know what I'm saying so it was pretty cool like I felt good after I just needed to tell my immediate family you feel Mm -hmm. me once I told them I ain't you know what I ain't care about nothing wait Mm -hmm.
0: after that it's like it's whatever how was your uh how did your fashion change over time so like I know you say you kind of kept it pretty conservative in terms of like you know you're just playing sports so you always get away with the basketball shorts and the t-shirt but then yeah. like start to express yourself how, how did that journey go for you like what was first like was it hair was it like okay you already probably was rocking the shoes so like what came <laughs> next like was it masculine shirts or like what
1: was it so it was definitely the clothes first like the jeans um like I, I remember going to school and like still wearing like tight jeans but I have like a hoodie on with some boots you know what I mean um but then like my like I said my senior year and that, during that summer my little brother got clothes I'm realizing shoot I don't want to wear the clothes in my closet no more so like shoot I'm, it's not his closet so you know we wear the same like size jeans uh his shoes been mine so we used to just wear the jeans or like you know I might grab a little t-shirt from him but I usually just always step out in the jeans my jeans started getting loose and then um after my jeans started getting loose, one like once I graduated, man, shoot, I got I went to college. I went to college on a uh, full basketball scholarship. I went to George Perimeter I got I I got into some trouble. Got some scholarship snatched away from me. So George Perimeter was still offering me a full ride, so I went there. And shoot, when I got to college, it was over with. Like I'm just like ain't nobody here to watch me. Can't nobody tell me oh I gotta wear this, that, and the third. So like all the money that I made. But I went straight to the mall. I'm getting, I'm getting jeans. I, uh, back then when the uh, rock Republicans were popping, so mm-hmm. I was having them. Um, I started like, uh, like for my birthday, I ain't want like, I wanted like designer belts, Ferragamo belts, mm-hmm. little, you know, from the little knockoff dudes selling them bags, mm-hmm. selling them belts. But <laughs> well, I had about five. <laughs> I had <my> five. <laughs> nah, but uh, yeah, Where like not. it just started. You know, then I started getting tattoos. Once I started getting like, I got a half a sleeve, I'm just like, okay. My hair still was just like, you know, I, I had never cut my hair. My girlfriend at the time, she was just like, no, I don't want you to get no locks I don't want you to cut your hair. I don't want you to do none of that. I just want you to wear your afro. And I was just looking like, who did it and why? You <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She wasn't trying to let me sauce up with. Uh, my best friend, out to my best friend Tom, man. She, uh, we went to the barbershop for the first time. And she was like, man, just, just take it up a little bit, man. She ain't gonna be mad. <laughs> So I took it up a little bit, got my little tip in. Mary, it was just over with. Like that it first cut.
0: After that first cut, yep. it's on.
1: It take fun, it up. Man. Next time
0: take it up a little more, bro.
1: <laughs> Give me a flat top <laughs> <laughs> Word up.
0: Word up, word up. No, for real. That's what's up. So um so we're going to college and everything like that. when did you start rapping?
1: Um I started so oh my god, I started rapping when I was 13. Um me and my little brother, like, you know, we just end up staying up one night, like, let's make a song. The song was was horrible, but we stayed up and we stayed up all night making this. So it was something to us. We ended up uh, convincing his mama to get us some studio equipment. She got it for us. Uh, my first girlfriend, her 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 baby dad, <laughs> her baby dad, like at the time, like that was my girlfriend. She was just my best friend. So at the time, you know, he was in the music and stuff like that. So he taught me all to, uh, how to record myself and, you know, plugins and what to look for and stuff like that. So it, it just got it started like that. And um at an early age, I was performing at, like, the car and bike shows, Crow's Nest. I met Juicy uh, from the radio, you know, the joke of the day. Mm. Met her, um actually, when Miss Mulatto, I met Miss Mulatto when she was probably, I don't know how uh, much younger she is for me, but pff, if I was – 13, bro. She couldn't have been no more than 11. That was the uh, uh what was up. it the rap game days? Nah, that was even way before, before that. that. Way before that. Um, we was down in Atlanta at the White House by the old Turner Field in Summer Hill. Fabo was there. Um, I actually reached out to Fabo and taught him about that. Like, he remembered that and everything. Like, Fabo was there. <clears throat> he had just got some brand new mics. He told everybody, don't drop the mics because his grandma bought, <laughs> bought the mics for him. And uh, I remember Mulatto came in there with um, her two brothers, they was dancing, she was rapping. And me and my little brother rapped. Neither one of us won that night. Some girl who, who I think she was like a ballerina or something, she ended up winning. But I remember seeing this Mulatto for the first time, just, it was just little stuff like that. And um, as I got older, I, it kind of just died down for me. I started playing basketball more, started trying to focus on what I was going to do with my life, my career. Um, got to college. Um, like I said, I went through a couple things, got into a little trouble. So college really wasn't the experience that it could have been for me, but it was still something, you know what I mean? Yeah. But in between that, in high school and stuff, I was making the music that our basketball team ran out to, you know, so it was just a vibe. It was always there. It was just something that was like a hobby, like before a game, like I'd be beating on the locker, rapping in the locker room, you know, getting us turned up, um, and then shoot, after college, uh, I ended up getting in the studio and it was just something that was, you know, and I wasn't performing. I wasn't doing none of that. It was just music, just dropping music, just trying to get people to take me serious as an artist. Um, I had to go sit down for a little minute when I came home. Um, in twenty nineteen, it was just up from there. Had my first show uh, on Glenwood at Cosmopolitan. Shout out to Carlos Brown. I had my first show at his event, and it was just on and popping from there. I met the baby managers. I met QC or uh, ANRs. I met. Capital Records, and I've met so many dope artists. And I've just been plugged in ever since. I've been doing all his shows. So every time he got a show, I do it. And even if I don't perform, I pop out. So it was like a home stage for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like It's just been a lot of good stuff going on. Met Zaytoven. Uh, Went into the studio with him. Uh, not like on the, some solo dolo, but it was like a group uh, studio session where he cooked up a beat in front of us. I got a chance to, like, you know, rap on one of his beats. So it was pretty dope. Like, it's a lot of stuff going on right now.
0: You know, yeah that's what's up what um what do you what what do you want people to get from your music like when you think about in five years ten years and you're still making music like what do you want people to get from the music that you make
1: um for the most part like I want people to hear me because when, when I'm when I'm talking in my music I talk a lot about my my past experiences my trials my uh the things that I've accomplished the things that I failed to get on like I want people to take me as a lesson and listen to me and go damn like it's okay if I make a mistake because like it like as long as you don't let the mistake define you and you just keep pushing like my music is just if you really listen to me I'm dropping knowledge in every song but it's a piece of me it doesn't sound like I'm trying to preach to you or talk yeah. to you like I'm telling you my story in hopes that you don't make the same mistakes that I do no matter who you is, you feel know what I'm saying? No matter who you are, no matter where you're from, what skin color you is, what gender you are. Like I make music from all angles to my, you know what I'm saying, from my understanding. You know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? But um, I definitely want people to understand, like I call myself, I like SYN is my brand and it stands for Solid Young Nation, but the abbreviation say SIN. It's also the beginning of my real first name. And it's also what we do every day. And I feel like the more you recognize that you are a sinner, you're a natural born. You never try to put yourself above somebody because we all, like you know, so we all the same. Like we different, but we all the same. And somebody, else. you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just that's what I want people to understand. Like hear me and understand. Like you can relate to me, or you can't relate to me. But that even if you don't relate to me, don't make me better than you. Like you can still take something from me and learn something from it. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't a crazy life, and I'm still and I'm still living. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's what's up. Do you ever feel like it's challenging or rewarding to be a, a masculine presenting artist? So, you know, um, you got obviously many artists that kind of in their own way uh, represent who they are. It, from And in, in speaking specifically about the queer community, right? Obviously, mm. probably the biggest is, you know, Lil Nas X. He took that shit to a whole nother level after, mm. after he had the hit. Right. Like, it was like. Old Town Road was crazy, but he was not Mm -hmm. out before that song. Right. Like Mm -hmm. he was just doing his thing. But see, then he kind of got the leverage. Like now you got the biggest song in the world. and I could go be myself. They're going to give you freedom to do whatever you want to do um you know I mean you got young and may who I love you got you know a bunch of other people who kind of come out later and are like identifying with their sexuality mm-hmm. um you know Janelle Monet and just yeah. you know the list goes on mm-hmm. but how do you feel uh you know it is to be for that to be a part of your identity at the onset like you're not trying to like I'm not trying to hide this and then you know I mean hit y'all with this later like I'm coming as my full self how do you feel like that yeah. is for you
1: I mean, I just I feel like it's, it's natural. Like, um, I don't try to like put on. You know what I mean, like I'm gonna come as I am. Um, I don't expect everybody to like accept that or accept me. You know what I mean? But I I feel I feel great. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like uh, what I have to offer to the music industry, is is it goes beyond what I look like. You understand what I'm saying? Um, my writing skills. Like when you when you when you take all of that uh, away from image. Like I have a lot to offer, and when you put the image with it, it's like, what, 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 what do I have to be ashamed of? You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, this is who I am. You either mm-hmm. like it or you don't. You know what I mean? I don't want. Hey, listen. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Hey. Yeah. It's, it's just what simple it as that. But I feel amazing because I've already, I've already experienced not being myself at at, a, at, a, at my fullest potential, and I feel caged in, and I feel. Um, not free. And I know what that feels like in real life. You know what I mean? To feel not free. So it's just like, now that I'm myself and I am, and I'm so comfortable, I'm so comfortable with myself that I can make somebody that's not comfortable with them, comfortable with themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, why would I be ashamed when I come around? Why would I, why would I feel ashamed to present myself as I am? Then? Like, nah, yeah. I feel good. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, no' it's, it's, it's admirable. I think to, to, to live into that space of like, being comfortable because so many people that's not comfortable people that's older Mm -hmm. than you older than me that are still not able to be themselves you know because of whatever experiences they've had in their past or their families and they've just said you know what I'm just not I'm just not going to be myself you know what I mean and so it's an admirable thing um so keep doing your thing you know obviously keep 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 doing what you're doing um two more questions for you um if you had a theme song for your life what would it be?
1: <laughs> oh dang, that's crazy. Um sheesh. Oh, life is good. Working on the weekend as Mm-mm-mm. usual. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, that's a good Way one. Way
1: off in the deep end as like usual. usual. Yeah. Yeah. Niggas play the past and nothing, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's me.
0: <laughs> no, nah, that's a fire ass song. I love that song. Um, and if you had advice for someone going through their own queer journey,
1: what would you tell them? Take your time. Don't let nobody um rush you into um into nothing. Uh, enjoy your own process. Um. You don't have to be so much in denial. If Even if, because <laughs> I know I was in denial, boy. Somebody I was down, like, uh-uh, 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 you got me messed up, uh-uh. But, you know, gay is all our side. So just, so just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, just, so just chill, Word. you know what I mean? Um, be real with yourself. <laughs> that is the most important thing. Be real with yourself. Be honest with yourself. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you just don't um and just like i said don't don't let nobody rush you into nothing trust your own process and do what you want to do at at your own time at your own pace
0: your
1: body is yours for sure
0: absolutely that's what's up man tell the people where
1: they can find you what's up man y'all can find me on all platforms on all social media platforms all music platforms at i am sapphire that's i-a-m-s-a-p-h-y-r-e you know what i'm saying let's go
0: Dope, man. All right. Thank you, Sapphire, for coming through, sharing your story, turning it up a little bit. Me. We appreciate you, man, for real. That was, that was I good. I appreciate you having me.
1: For Absolutely. Sure. That was I'm a good,
0: good. conversation. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Quirly Black Show. I'm your host, Ashley. I'm joined today by Fresh.
3: Fresh, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Uh, what's up, y'all? Fresh, I'm from Atlanta. I'm an influencer, creator in different lanes, fashion, music, I'm formerly known
0: as Jazzy Fresh. So that's what a lot of people probably know me as. Nice. That's dope. All right, we're going to get into all that. But um, we got to, you know what I mean, the Quilly Black show, we gotta, we got to talk about the story. We got to get to know, we got to know the story. How you, you know what I'm saying? So when was the first encounter you had when you, what was your first encounter with your sexuality? Our
3: first encounter... I would kind of say I was like about seven when I realized that I was attracted to women, like about seven or eight years old. Like I was in elementary school, like probably looking at the teachers, like it was just crazy a weird attraction that I noticed at a very young age. Like I used to try to like not fight it off, but I used to be like, nah, this can't be true. Like, nah, it was weird. You don't understand, you innocent, you're a child, so you really don't know. So I would say seven. Like when I actually
0: realized that I was attracted to women. Yeah, yeah. Most people is it's pretty young. It's like, you know, everybody getting getting boyfriends or girlfriends like pairing up and you like, but I don't I like the girls. I don't really, you know, yeah,
3: you do the whole playing the house thing. Yeah. Everybody used to always want me to play the damn. Like, uh, so that that kind
0: of like that, that was a, a way of knowing too. Like yeah, it include you in. Yeah, for <laughs> sure.
3: Um, where'd you come out? um I came out for sure when I was 17 to my mom like that's when we had to have a talk like I already was out before but she didn't know she would kind of hear from my sisters which was weird I would actually pay like my sisters not to tell me, because they knew I had a girlfriend like around age 16 or whatever but I was like don't tell my mama you know So I used to try to pay them, but they still used to tell on me. They would take my money and still tell. So I moved out at 17, and then I had to, you know, have a talk with my mom. Like, hey, you know, this is what it is. I'm moving out. This is not my friend. This is my girlfriend. So, you know, and this is what we're doing. So once we kind of had a heart-to-heart shared feelings, she understood after. Like, which my brother, you know, he's also a part of our community as well. So. He's older than me. He came out first. So it, he kind of paved
0: the way for me. It wasn't as bad as when he came out. Yeah. What? Uh. So you So you had came out to like your sisters and probably some of your friends before you actually told your parents, your mom. Yes.
1: My mom, yes.
0: Uh, what did you, what your sister say? Did they already know? You didn't really have to tell them? Or was it like you had to be like, yo, like,
3: yeah, okay, like, but I like they confronted you. They <laughs> was like, I knew that wasn't your friend. I knew that was your girlfriend. And I was like, well, you know, this is what it is. So, you know, I kind of like start being around them more with it. So me and my girlfriend at the time would, you know, be around my family, but my mom wouldn't be around like that. Or if she did come around or would go to my house, you know, just to visit, you know, this is my friend. So when I actually moved out, that's when I told her like, hey, it's not my friend, it's my girlfriend. Yeah, were you nervous like when your
0: brother? Uh, so your brother came out before you, um, and uh, his his his
3: experience wasn't great. No, his experience wasn't great at all. Like my dad's side of the family, like from New York. I'm from originally from Atlanta, so they actually flew in, like all my aunts. It was like a whole big deal because the area we come from, that's like not accepted, like because we come from like a hood area, so it's kind of like not accepted, it was hard for him. So when it was time for me, they kind of was like, okay, like it was him and now you okay. Yeah. Like, so, so it he wasn't did. as bad. He took the blows. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but were you scared because of his experience to be like, oh man, not, this this about to go left, bro. I was
3: past scared, but at the time, I already had like came and clips to myself, like, you know, this is me and I'm not hiding no more. It don't feel good you know mom this is what it is like I don't know you gotta accept it or not at the time that's how I was
0: feeling. yeah no, nah, yeah I, I get it um cool so how so you born and raised in Atlanta
3: yes born and
0: raised what um what were like what was the scene of like uh gay people or LGBT community like before you came out, was it like, uh, was there a big community where you, did you see a lot of visions or people that looked like you and that made you feel more comfortable or what, did you not see a lot of people that you felt like, I relate to them?
3: I kind of saw it, but you had to hide it. So the people that I didn't know that were that way, they couldn't be themselves. Like they had to hide it, but I kind of would know like, yeah, that person is, you know, the same K-R. way. They knew. Yeah. They just way as me and but they had to hide it you know now it could be more open growing up in my neighborhood no they actually used to call like my brother the girl and call me the boy which we didn't understand that as kids we were innocent we used to be like
1: huh what they saying so it used to make
3: us feel some type of way so when we grew up we have this talk now to this day and we be like okay that's what they meant like okay we gay that's that's okay
0: <laughs> were you all were you a tomboy growing up? For sure. I
3: definitely was a tongue boy. So that was kind of the first time. My same brother actually used to get mad. Like when my mom took her shopping, I would never like go to the girl's section. I would go straight to the boy's section and get like all boy clothes. All the dolls. He would end up sneaking and playing with. I wouldn't play with like none of that stuff. Mm.
0: So it kind of worked out. Y'all was like, y'all just kind of swap stuff.
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nah, that's fine. So when did you feel like Comfortable, or like you was a tomboy, but like, did you always dress masculine?
3: Um, I did, but of course, your mom still put the hair bows in your head. So when my mom would dress me all girly and send me to my grandma's house, I would sneak and pack a bag with like gym shorts, a t-shirt, and my sneakers. So when she leaves, I hurry up and take all that stuff off. I change my hairstyle. I put it in a ponytail, and I go about my way. Like I put my white t-shirt on, my gym shorts, and my sneakers, and I would be out the door. The, did you did you change back when
0: she came to get you? <laughs> I couldn't. Just, like I, would try, I was playing. I was outside playing. So i, I like, yeah, I, I was playing in this. I wore it though. But yeah. I really, like, yeah.
3: It depends. Like it depends. Like sometimes I had to. It ain't that I
2: didn't want to, but I was more
0: comfortable
3: dressing like and comfortable boy clothes, like just comfortable clothes, oversized clothes. period Yeah. Yeah. For so
0: did um. With how old were you when you like remember just kind of being like, all right, mom, like I ain't wearing that no more? Like you tripping.
3: <laughs> um, she never really forced me to wear like what I didn't want to wear. It was my brother mm. who would say, Mom, like, you need to make her wear a skirt. She mm. don't need to wear this or she don't need to wear that. Because I used to always like, because we're not too far apart in age. So I used to want his clothes. Like, once he was done with him and he out, him, I'm like, can I have your clothes? Please? He's be like, no, you need to wear a dress. I'm like, nah, but my mom, she didn't really force me. She let me kind of do, you know, what I wanted to do unless it was mandatory or Easter or, you know, something like that. So she started kind of catching on, like, so she just like to be comfortable.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, nah, that's good. I mean, because yeah it's it's interesting (laughs) compared to that 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 switch of like all right like this this what we gonna do you know it's it's kind (laughs) of crazy um what for you um dating wise uh I don't know are you in a relationship now
3: no I'm single I've been single for going on about two years now
0: how is uh how is dating in Atlanta for you know or or just your experience overall as a masculine-presenting woman?
3: Um, dating is cool in you know, Atlanta. I mean, it depends on what you attract and, you know, what you attracted to. So with me, um, I'm kind of in chill. So I haven't been dating like that. Yeah. I well, I stalked to
0: Instagram, and then it was one interesting uh, uh, meme you had up there. It was like, shout out to all the, girl, the straight girls that, that went gay for me. So, uh, you know, let's elaborate. What,
3: what are we talking about? <laughs> okay, I, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one, but, um, yeah, just different experiences with straight girls. And, I mean, it kind of wasn't a shot throw, but I, I did date, like, you know, women who were – it was their first time, and I were their, you know, first girlfriend, and after me, they do, you know, obviously, you know, go back to dudes or play around with women just a little bit, so –
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. talk about that talk to, talk about that experience from your perspective um because i mean i think similarly to to guys i've you know we've had guys on the show that have talked about experiences like you know on the dl like being with men who are like on the dl and stuff like that and i think with women it's not really so much a like that the girls are on the dl because i think because sexuality is a little bit more fluid when it comes to women but yeah. uh talk about like being with a woman who primarily is with men or has only been with men or identifies as straight. Like how does that do you approach or do you approach the women or do they tell you like how does that how does that it work for you?
3: When I was younger, I used to kind of get a thrill out of it because like I used to go to my one of my cousins' house and she used to have like a lot of female friends that were straight. So they used to always kind of have conversations about how they would never be gay and all this stuff. So couple of them end up being attracted to me so it was kind of a thrill in my younger time like me first coming out like oh she's straight I thought she said you wouldn't be gay that type of thing so that's what it started as and then I kind of like got in a relationship with one and I was her first girlfriend we actually dated for almost five years and it was cool like I was patient in the beginning cuz she couldn't come out to her family at first we were young anyway we were about 17 18 so um i was kind of patient for a few years but you know after that it just time it just didn't work out we kind of like outgrew each other it wasn't a bad breakup or nothing like that yeah was
0: um was she gay or was she just just like you as, as some of them say
3: i feel like she just liked me because when she left she went back to do. so
0: mm.
3: and that's
0: also, I mean, that's not, gay yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, she, <is it? laughs> yeah, she was, she liked you, um, is that a conversation that you have, like, with, with a girl who was only with men, like, are you going back to God, like, you know what I'm saying, like, if you, if you get into a fight, or, you know, a disagreement, is that ever a fear of, like, oh, you know, I ain't gonna ever be able to, or, like, let's, let's say, like, there are some women who are, like, all right, I do like, I do like this girl or that girl or whatever, but as the, as a girl who knows that you're gay, right? Like, I know I'm, I'm a lesbian, like, this is my life. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any challenges for you mentally? Like when you're with a straight woman or just even if, even if it's not you, like your friends or people that you associate with that have experiences with straight women, like, is there ever a conversation of like, yo man, like she gonna go back to a dude, like, you know, that kind of thing.
3: I'm very much open. Like me, I'm big on like conversation, communication once I was able to get to that part of my life to be able to communicate. So those are questions that I ask that person. And I mean, I pretty much, as I ask, I leave it up to that. If they decide to do that, you know, that's on them. But I don't too self think of it no different as if they go to a girl.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, it's all the same.
3: And when uh, I'm done, I'm done. So it's not like they're coming back.
0: Right. Um would you would you date another straight girl?
3: Uh I've been trying to stay out of that lane because that was just one scenario. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like there's been multiple with straight women. So like I've been trying to, you know, stay more in this time. So I've been taking my time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or let me change that. And say, uh, take the label off, and say, uh, a woman who has only been with men before you. For Sure,
3: I got you. I mean, I can't judge. I can't. I wonder not know what you know what I'm attracted to, but that's what my
0: focus. Yeah. My you know, lesbian, straight, lesbian. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I get it. I get. You. I get you. Um, cool, man. We'll talk about your endeavors. So you do music got some clothes you know what I'm saying talk about talk about the things that um that you're doing creatively like what inspires you for we can start with your music when did you start into music like you know when was the first time you wrote your first song how'd you get into music? okay all
3: right I wrote my first song I had to be about nine or ten my brother formed like me and my cousins into a group I was the rapper out of the group and I would do all of the writing for us. I would write the hooks. I would write everyone's verses. And we would practically just perform it for the neighborhood and just different events that go on like in our um, community. So that's how I started. started there. It used to be like a lot of my cousins, like all of us at my grandma's house. So 20 of my cousins, we had to create some type of fun, we had to get creative. So I we started off with music there, actually also doing up a little dancing. Um, and I got influenced just basically hearing my mom and sisters play music around the house.
0: Oh, nice. You come from a musical family.
3: Yeah. So I was a little kid that knew all of the songs I probably wasn't supposed to be knowing too. So that's how it started. And after that, like me and my siblings, We just got studio equipment. My mom bought us studio equipment in the house and we just created fun because we like stopped wanting to go to the hood area and just kind of stay in the house and on the other side of town we was living on, like in the new area we was living in. So we created fun there by making YouTube
0: videos, like when YouTube first came out, MySpace
3: days, like stuff like that. MySpace, whoa. Before TikTok and before all of this, before Instagram, Twitter,
0: all of that, yeah. My MySpace, we was real life coding back then. Like, I well, got sure. to get this glitter on this header, man. I got to get this, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I remember, I remember yeah. you cause a whole fight, you take your friend out your top eight, you get it. <laughs> yeah uh, dope that's dope so um fashion um talk about your clothes
3: fashion I, I was known for fashion they used to call me jazzy fresh at the time that's how i got my name as well i started out from high school um me and my best friend would do all the fashion shows we would actually create each um model clothes from scratch design style everything like so we started there i formed a group It was called Hip Hop Crayolas. So it was maybe about 15 to 20 of us creatives at the time, which was over like about 15 years ago. So it was a lot of us in the group, and each individual individual person did different stuff. So we all styled, some of us did music, fashion, dance. We were just a creative, dope ass group and well known in Atlanta. So after that time went by, um, I started my own clothing line in high school and that would be my senior year and after that like I just stayed consistent with it and once my mom passed that's when I kind of like stopped a little bit so I started like helping other other brands promote I would model I model for some brands now as well and I love to just promote other brands and I'm not promoting my own
2: brand
0: yeah yeah no for sure for sure. Um, so, what kind of what 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 um what kind of clothes do you make now? If if um you know if any or are you folk focus mainly on just kind of promotion and and kind of helping build other brands?
3: At the time, like I don't want to spill too much, but you know I'm coming back. Come on, on Fresh, so- let us know what's up. It's gonna be <laughs> Hollywood Seven Four Seven Clothing for sure, but on a whole different level, like you know. Top tier, exclusive, limited edition type. You know, it was more available to the people when I was doing it. Not saying it's not gonna be available to the people now, but it'll be, you know, less, you know, available and more exclusive. Yeah, so that's my goal to, to target a different outlet. Um, nice,
0: nice, nice, for sure. Um, so talk about uh, when we first started. You kind of talked about a little bit about taking a break from social media. Why is it so important to, um? Especially in this, this time of like, you know, people just feeling like, you know, I got to take a little break from, you know, social media and really just focus on, you know, whether it's on yourself or, or other things. Um, talk about why that's so important for you.
3: I just feel like you need personal peace, like. Right? You have to have some type of peace and personal space to where you're able to, you know, take care of yourself and not be so caught up and just scrolling on Instagram.
1: You know, you got to
3: make it make sense. I'm a principal type person, so I want to make it make sense. So if it's not benefiting me, I'm going to need to take that break to make sure I'm exercising daily, I'm eating properly daily, I'm meditating, I'm, you know, doing reading a little bit, that I'm doing self-care things that I need to do for myself versus, you know getting
0: distracted by everything that goes on on social media yeah yeah uh do you feel like there's like an absence of that amongst younger generations like social media has been around long enough now that people feel like it's kind of like you have to be on it like if you're not on it you're gonna miss something um do you ever feel like that's like the case now with like you know our generations younger people that it's just like too much saturation of social media
3: i definitely agree with that because like um i'm actually doing a 30-day challenge with a good friend of mine she's um starting a journal and in her journal she has a section to where you do 30 days no social media and it allows you to see you know set new goals and see how long you can accomplish them and you know do self-care and your expenses and it just allows you to take real life time for real life things. Because, like you said, people feel like they're missing something. They got to know everything that's going on on Instagram. Like, it would kill them one day. Like, I could be around somebody, they'd be like, and then they'll be
2: like, oh man, first time I forgot.
3: You know, social media. The app might even on your phone right now. Like, yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I agree
2: Sometimes with that.
3: Sometimes you, your, your mind, your mental, I feel like you need it. You need a break. Yeah.
0: Definitely. And, and you can get so sidetracked with like feeling like, you know, you got to just keep up and it, it's just like, you got to, to your point, I think it's great. Like 30 days of just like focusing on yourself, you know,
1: right. taking long
0: stretches of time to just focus on yourself. Like what are your goals? Cause you can get sidetracked mm-hmm. even feeling like you are not accomplishing what you want to accomplish. Cause you're looking to the left, looking to the right, looking at what other people are doing and you don't know what their life is, you know, you don't know what they got going on, and you know any of that. So, like, I think that's super dope. Taking taking that time. If caught
3: up on like illusion, like you could get caught up on illusion, and that could have you like, you know, if you don't have a strong mindset. So, me being able to take breaks, that's discipline for me. They know that I could wake up in the morning on that, uh, everyday life without social media, and I still could have a productive day. That don't
0: mean lay down and not do anything. That means still get up, you know, and do what you got to do. No, most definitely, most definitely. Dope, man. Well, I got two more questions for you. First one is, if you have a theme song for your life, what would it be?
3: Theme song for my life, I say, it's that Broadway, Street Runner. Street Runner, gotta stop running sometimes. Yeah, it'll be my theme song right now.
0: Nice writing that down dope and if you had advice for somebody going through a similar journey or the same journey as you what would you tell them
3: I would definitely tell them to be themselves. self like don't think too hard just be you and respect yourself and as long as you continue to respect yourself like don't worry about the outside opinions don't worry about you know anything on the outside if you don't pertain to you and your feelings and your aspects and your decisions on, you know, your choices and what you decide to do. Like, be you, do you. It's all about
0: you. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Dope, man. Well, thank you so much, Fresh. Tell the people where they can find you.
3: Find me on Instagram at fresh, s p h r three 3-S-H-H and you can hit me on TikTok, Fresh as well. And I'm on Twitter, Jazzy Fresh still. And that's where
0: you can find me on YouTube, Jesse Fresh. Nice. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming through. Y'all go check thank out. Having me. Absolutely. <laughs> y'all go, y'all go check her out. Y'all already know. Make sure you follow in Quirly Black on Instagram. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And I'm your host, Ashley. And I'm gonna catch y'all on the next one. Welcome back to another episode of the Quirly Black Show. I'm your host, Ashley. I'm joined by a special guest today. We gotta see the God in the building. A hey, C, tell the people about yourself.
2: Man, yeah, I already know. Let's see the guy from Belmont, Birmingham, Alabama. I'm 2029, just turned 20 in January. I just dropped the album
0: last month, love and wood. I need everybody to go check it out. Nice, man. We're gonna get into that. We're gonna talk about your music, talk about what inspires you, talk about all that. But before we do that, just like I do every other guest, talk about the first time you encountered your sexuality. So when did you know? Oh man, <laughs> I-, I like the ladies. When when did you know that?
2: Man, but let me tell you some shit. So I'm like, I'm probably like in second grade, right? And I had this tutor. Like, I didn't even need no tutor. But like, at the gym I used to go to, they had like tutors come to help us. And it was a girl. She had, I thought she had the same name as me because she was like a white girl. And I seen these boys flirting with her and shit. And I was feeling some type of way. I'm like, well, I'm feeling some type of way. Like, I want to be able to flirt with you too. <laughs> and I don't even understand what I'm
0: feeling. <laughs> it was the tutor. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild so yeah so your first crush was on your tutor <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah.
0: that's wild man that's wild so when so so you was um were you like exclusively uh queer when you was growing up like all through school and stuff like that or did you date guys like how was your how was your journey with your sexuality yeah um, i started off
2: dang boys and so, mm-hmm. yeah Like
0: with sixth grade, that's when I start realizing that I like females more.
2: Yeah, I just cut
0: out shit. (laughs) out. yeah (laughs) yeah. So sixth grade. Yeah, like thirteen. Thursday. Okay, cool. So when um when did you come out like to your family or your friends?
2: Oh, I actually told my brother first, and then he went back and told my mom. Like, why did you do that?
0: <laughs> he older than you?
2: Yeah, he older than me. He like eight years older than me.
0: So you so just he... told him like y'all was just chilling. You was like, yo, bro, like I gotta tell you something.
2: And I actually text his phone now, like I gotta take something. Like I like girls, bro.
0: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> was like, nigga, what?
0: Uh-huh. He told your mom the same day.
2: Probably not the same day, but he sure told.
0: Uh-huh. Like very shortly after that.
2: <laughs> mama was not feeling that shit though.
0: Uh-huh. What was her? What was her? What was her response? She was like, "Nah, you not, you not, you not doing
1: that."
2: Amber, I remember when uh, I found out she knew I was staying with my grandma, and uh, I heard my grandma talking on the phone, and I knew she was talking about me because she was talking about like girls, like girls. I said, "Oh shit, they talking about me. How the fuck they know?" And then she called my mom and uh and then I was like, "Oh hell no, she going go down the day boy." my mama came to be allowed in the kitchen somebody like, what's the shit out here about you liking girls? I'm like, I like girls. Like, what you mean, man? I don't know. It just went down here. You know, like, nigga got chased around the house with a helmet, like, everything.
0: <laughs> so you said Jamal, she 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 wasn't feeling it. She
2: wasn't feeling it, bro.
0: Did y'all ever talk about it?
2: Uh, we don't really, like, talk about it. I mean, I don't know. We just, that, ain't, that ain't something to talk about.
0: Yeah, it just is what it is. <laughs> What's understood don't need to be said. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Cool. Did you ever talk? Did you ever like get mad at your brother? Like, yo, bro, like, why you do that, dog? Like, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was upset with him, but you know, me and
2: my brother, we don't to talk with, so it have been it with him too. Yeah.
0: So was you? Did you um go through any transitions like like dressing? Like did you did you used to dress like super girly and then like you kind of switched your style up or like was you always kind of like wearing like basketball shorts and t-shirts? Like what was your style? I was always wearing shorts, but I was it had a little girly to it. Like I was girly, but I was like tomboy girly. Yeah, like
2: mm-hmm. I, a rough girl type. Like,
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So like a halter top with shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Bet, yeah, so that was like, what? how old were you then? Like, were you a teenager uh, or were you already grown?
2: When I was still like in my little green phase, like trying to switch over, I was like probably like 12, 13.
0: Yeah, so um, when did you start doing music?
2: I actually started like writing when I was like 13. A lot of shit happened when I was 13.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, thirteen. What you do? You remember? Go ahead. What you say?
2: I ain't like dropped no music until I was sixteen.
0: Do you remember your first rap?
2: Hello, hello, hello. I remember it, but I don't like. I can't say it. Like I remember what it was, but it ain't coming. It ain't coming. Like I remember it though. It was like I wrote about a girl. I
0: wrote about so, my first. You're like a crush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's dope do you join like do you keep all your raps like you got like a book like with like your raps in it or you just kind of whenever you hear you whenever you feel something you just kind of take like whatever you can find and like write it down
2: but sometimes you know i like um i write down like certain shit some, certain stuff sometimes but uh most of the time when i have be in the studio i'm just i'm just going out what i feel right just
0: here. going there and feel whatever you feel yeah like freestyling
2: yeah but i don't need freestyle i'm more like punching. Mhm.
0: Yeah. Nice, nice. So talk about your music now. So like what's the kind of the vibe of it? What's the feel? You know, what what's 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 the what's the what's the move?
2: Got a little more grown to it. I'm getting older. Yeah, but it's it's still R and B, but I'm switching over into like hip hop.
0: So you rap and sing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice.
2: But they don't really usually hear hit me rap. Like they need to I need to drop some more rap songs so they can get used to it. Mm-hmm. So what's
0: so yeah you you say you dropped the album right? What's your album? What's it called? And and what's it? What is it about?
2: It's called Love Is War, and it's a R and B album. It's just about the pain and
0: suits. Mm-hmm. Like some Tank shit. This is, I love Tank. That's my guy. <laughs> what uh what um so you said you're twenty right? Mm-hmm. What you know about love. Man, I, I really
2: don't think I know shit about love now. Nah. <laughs> Love <laughs> oh, just shit, that, Love is pain, boy. Love is war, like real
0: talk. That's all I know. Love is warm. Yeah. How is um like for you? How how do you make like connections between like your music and your real life? Like, do you uh, do you talk about everything, or do you feel like there's certain stuff that's like too sensitive or too, or like do you feel like whatever I'm going, like whatever's going on is is good? Like I could talk about anything.
2: That's the thing, like, I'm really transparent with my music because at the same time, when I first started writing, it always been like an outlet for me, so I'm going to keep it that way. Like, people always, you shouldn't put that in your song, you shouldn't say that, like you say this. What you mean? I'm, I'm writing like a journal, you feel what I'm saying? It's going to be that way. be can't what it is.
0: Yeah. What, um, when you, what what made you start rapping versus, like, other things like, what was the inspiration for you to start rapping and singing? Uh,
2: you know, my mom she sings. We are always like the house full of music. Like my brother plays instruments, my sister plays instruments, my mom sing, Like we all sing. But as far as like I don't have to start making music instead of anything else, it just it's just like a passion. Like I don't know, I'm drawn to it
0: what's your favorite accessory? Like, when you get dressed, like, what's the one thing you throw it on you, like, I'm gonna kill them. Like, for me, obviously, I got all my shoes. Like, I, if I got my, good, if I got a good pair of shoes, honestly, the rest of it don't even really too much matter to me. Like, so what, what, what for you is, like, is it a shirt, shoes, like, chain, like, jewelry? What is it? It'll probably have to be, like, like a chain or something. Sometimes it'll be the shoes, because I just
2: dress simple and just throw on some. you feel me? But yeah. Like what I got around
0: around my neck most of the time in to white or something anyway, yeah. So that the chain is like the piece. Chain
2: and
0: um, most of the time I have on like a hat when my hair, and I don't like it. Yeah, it'd be a, hat. a hat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Not nah, it hat to be fly too. Dope man. So talk about your um. So you got the album. You going like you doing you doing some more videos, some more tours. Um, you know, talk about upcoming stuff you got going on.
2: Mm, well, uh, I probably should have been dropped my merch, but it's just been so much going on. i will be, I'll be by myself with it, so I could be a lot of But I want to go ahead and drop it. And I'm going to drop another song. I know they're ready for that. I'm going drop another video. Probably, like, in the next three days, it's already done. Nice. I,
3: wanna
1: put I,
2: might, I might start doing it, like, towards the end of the year. When I grow my fan base a little more, I might get a little smile to just like, Yeah.
0: yeah all right cool I got two more questions for you so if you had a theme song for your life what would it be
2: uh what doesn't
0: kill you makes you stronger boy there you go there you go there you go and then um if you had advice for people who may have had some of the challenges that you had you know uh coming out just being yourself expressing yourself and everything um, uh, what advice would you give them
2: I tell them to just do them. Like no matter what people say or what they think, just do them. You don't matter who listening and who not listening, be yourself and just keep doing it. Just keep doing it, because no matter how much time pass, like they gon' catch on. They can't deny what's hard.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. I like that. But well, tell the people where they can find you.
2: You can find me on all platforms, see the guy C-E-E-T-H-A-G-X-D-D.
0: Nice. All right, cool. Well, we'll be looking for you. Good luck to you. Best wishes with everything that you got going on, everything you're going to do in the future. You know, definitely, definitely, definitely much success to you. And y'all already know what it is. It's another episode of the Quirly Black Show. I'm your host, Ashley. I'll catch y'all on the next one. Peace. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Quirly Black Show. I'm your host, Ashley. I'm here today with a special guest out of Alabama. We got a worm in the building. Worm, tell the people about yourself.
4: What's up, what's up, what's up? This GMS Big Worm checking in all the way from Bell Smash, Belma with it. Uh a little bit about me. I just come from a small town, just trying to make you feel Trying to really reach the goal that I really plan on, just helping people. You
0: know? Yeah, man. Dope. So uh so let's 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 go all the way back to the beginning. First of all, worm, where, where the name worm come from? <laughs> it came
4: from uh, Mobile. Um, I had went to University of South for a little bit. So um, down there, I was working and the people I was with, they just were like, bro, you you look like worms. So that's what we're going to call it. So after that, I was like, All right, whatever, whatever.
0: That's what it is. Just so. mm, rocked with it. Yeah, it did wrong with you. Yeah. Cool. That's dope. All right, cool. So let's go back to the beginning. Um, we got to talk about, you know, how you became Worm and just get your backstory. So do you remember your first encounter with your sexuality?
4: Uh, Yeah, it was young. Like, you know, real young or whatever. Um, Kind of identity crisis. Like, I didn't really know for real. So I kind of went through my feminine stage only because i had to so you know going through that it was like you get to a point where you just want to go ahead and be who you really want to be you know mm-hmm. so
0: yeah middle school <laughs> yeah middle crush school. on a girl or you was like I, you wanted to play with the boys like what was your what was your vibe
4: like i guess elementary school it was yeah
0: cuz you know we we young we don't really know
4: we playing but middle school was more likely yeah i want to chase after them gals yeah <laughs> gals.
0: yeah <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. After them gals yeah i feel you. uh yeah most of most, most people was like yeah you got that first crush like yeah. elementary you like i don't know man i am yeah. really i'm feeling shorty i don't know um <laughs> Cool. So then, like, uh, how, was you, how was you coming out? Like, did you come out to, to your family and stuff like that? Uh,
4: Really, I came out in college. Like, I went out through high school you know, doing my thing or whatever, but on the low. And then I got to college, and I was like, man, it's about that time. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, oh, I'm free now. I'm grown. I'm able to make my own decisions. You know what I'm saying? But commitment. I committed to it. So I was like, I'm gonna just come out and I made a post. I like asked my mom like little sneaky stuff like just to see what she'll say but she like hit me like man I'm
0: a little you whatever you feel me. So
4: once I got that I just dropped the picture and it was out.
0: So did you change how you looked first? Um
4: yeah I went through my stages because I didn't want to let go of certain things but as I kept going, I'm finding out what I really like. Like, oh yeah, I like dressing like this or I like my hair like this. So it was stages. So mm-hmm. I had like one friend that like
0: seen me go through those stages, but
4: yeah, that's about it.
0: Yeah. Did you have like people around you, like friends and stuff that was like, just do your thing. Like, just be yourself. You know what I mean? Like kind of advocating for you to just like come out and this, do your thing. Yeah. Um,
4: like, my, my real group of friends, like, they were a little jealous, you know, because I dropped it. I never told nobody. So, when I dropped it, it was a bombshell, you know what I'm saying? So, once they was like, you you serious? And I was like, yeah. They was like, man, hey, I'm, I'm with
0: it. Whatever you with, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Ain't nobody, it wasn't nobody like, man, we already knew that. Yeah. It was <laughs> a lot of people, like, a lot of people, Yeah yeah because you, you probably you probably already had the sweat your sweat probably priority like y'all oh, man like you know what I'm saying with the with the yeah, fit yeah. with the feminine clothes but you yeah. were still like giving that vibe like all right man this ain't it <laughs> definitely. definitely dope so how was it for you growing up in the south um you know and being gay obviously you came out a little bit later but mm-hmm. what what were those things that contributed to you kind of deciding not to come out till a little bit later even though you kind of already knew uh, I think, for me personally, it was just, you. Know, I didn't want
4: to disappoint anybody, you know? Because I didn't want it to be a phase, and then later on, everybody like, see, you was playing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted to make sure that was something I really stuck to. So, I don't think it was hard, because going through it, I hung around studs and things of that name, you know what I'm saying? So, it was always cool. We always was accepted you know what I'm saying but me coming out it was weird at first because you have certain people who, you know not really with it and then being at south is diverse so you know you see a little bit of everybody so you get those kind of vibes but then once you grow and they grow on you people it grow on people
0: and when you wear it well they can't say nothing about it you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying so yeah when you're confident about yourself yeah. and you just like this who I am and right. I'm, I'm 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 good so you got to just Take get over yourself yeah yeah I always talk about that like confidence being super important like you got to be able to like I was talking to somebody else and I was like you know I say my wife in a sentence just like anybody else would because right. I don't want you to think it's weird like I don't want you to feel weird when I say it you know I want right. you to know like yeah this is it's, it's this this my regular life this is what yeah. it is you know what i'm saying i'm going to get my lineup <laughs> like you know what i'm saying i'm going to get my shape up i'm just, like right. it's me so it's not ain't enough for you to be uh you know nervous about um do you feel like the south gets a bad rep when it comes to like homophobia and stuff like that or do you feel like there are places where that still exists a lot
4: yeah i'll say yeah because it's like it's a little bad on that side, you know, because everybody wanna be hard. Everybody wanna be tough up front. So you know what I'm saying? Them mostly be the ones, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, you know what I'm saying? To be mm-hmm. doing them like that and stuff like that. We accept it, but it's a little more harder for them because you got we quote real men. So and you talk when you say "And you're talking about guys. You're talking about guys, right? Now. Right. Yeah, right they're more open now so you know they're being themselves now they're out you got your trans you know you got and they're gonna be who they is mm-hmm. so it's like it's like
0: a miniature war a little bit yeah yeah of people trying to push you I that guys out yes it's, my heart goes out to them um right. did you have friends that you that were like in like in the closet so to speak and like weren't were afraid to come out or that did you personally see or witness people that were like homophobic towards somebody else but they were gay themselves
2: yeah
4: definitely um I had a friend um we were real close and all of us were like close in school but everybody had that he was gay type of mentality you gay you gay all the people picking on him or whatever but we stood up for him like he ain't gay for real feel me but then he came out like this is me, like, it gave him that push, that courage, because he seen us saying, you feel me, you can, if this is you, this is you, don't lie to us, and don't lie to them, you know what I'm saying, and once he seen that, he was like, bro, yeah, I was scared, he was like, I was scared, you feel me, because you don't want to get bullied, you don't want to get beat up, you feel me, but once that happened, it was over with, you know what I'm saying Yeah. oh that's the only time I really can say I really seen it like bad like that you know what I'm saying yeah
0: when uh just you know kind of transitioning a little bit to your music when did you know that you wanted to be an artist mm, I, I always wrote like
4: I always wanted to do it I always had it in the back of my head because um, me and my pops and stuff like that, just rapping and stuff like that. And being in a choir and stuff, it was like, mm. you know what I'm saying? It could be something, but then I left it alone. But then I started up again, you feel me, in my generation. I'm like, man, it's hot, you know what I'm saying? And everybody like, do it. You feel me, drop it. I was just doing it for fun at first, you know what I'm saying? Just seeing what they got. And then one day it blew on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna put pressure behind it." So, mm-hmm.
0: so was you putting just like freestyles, or like you was just kind of put different things I out on TikTok? Caught, and like
1: any
4: beat that catch me, I catch it, and I just jump on it. So I just jumped on it because I caught it. You know what I'm saying? And then it was like people. I did like we need more. Like drop some more. You feel me? So I was like, "I right, bet I'm gonna just mm-hmm. continue." You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. And what kind of what kind of music do you make? uh hip-hop i say trap rap sing rap you know all that mm-hmm. and um so you did you had a, a song that was pretty popular uh one one of your your, your songs um uh, talk about the song uh you talking about tiktok or or what i recently just dropped? yeah you re- you, <clears throat> i think your
4: recent one. uh oh, fast thing. Um, yeah, that just dropped, it went a little crazy, I ain't gonna lie, Um, I didn't even think it was gonna be like that, like, you know what I'm saying, because, yeah, I'm starting to a label, but it's still certain areas that tick, you know what I'm saying, because it's different from being a stud than being a dude, you know what I'm saying, but once I, they put that pressure behind me, and let me know, you you hard like, you mean I dropped it you know what I'm saying Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and it's been hot ever since
0: like yeah how is it being a a stud rapper you know versus a man because like subject matter is Mm
2: -hmm. um,
0: very similar or if not the same um how is that received like like from people and then also um being signed to a label and like kind of that whole that whole thing How, how is that for you
4: uh it's great honestly um it's dope you know being signed or whatever it just make you feel special or whatever because it's different from you you chasing after it and then it come and like just blow blow you out the work with it you know what i'm saying but being signed and being signed with dudes is like it's different but then it's not because Is no discrimination. He treat me like the guys. You know, I would prefer to be treated like everybody. We're equal. You know what I'm saying? Because this is who I am. I'm confident in me. So it'll never be like competition and a thing like that. You know what I'm saying? And plus, who who I who I'm signed to? One of my favorite artists. So that that made me even. You feel me? Feel it even more for him to like pick me. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. that was dope. You feel Mm -hmm. me? So yeah, it ain't, it ain't bad, it ain't too bad, um, it got its perks, but we're emotional, so, you know, some things I'm emotional about right. it, like, you know what I'm saying, like, <laughs> like, but nah, it's cool, it's all respect, it's all love.
0: Yeah, how did you go about, like, forming your, um, like, your image as a, as a, as a rapper, like, how you wanted to, or you, or, I mean, you can say you, you, you can still be forming this, but, like, the way you want it to sound, the way you want to look, the way you want to kind of you know show up in that space. Like, mm-hmm. how, how's that? How's that process for you figuring out what that is for you?
2: Um,
4: I think I think I'm confident in it. So it's like I don't put pressure on it. I come as I am. You know what I'm saying? I had it. I came with it, but I'm I'm gonna add a little more to it to make it better. I don't have like a specific. You know what I'm saying? It's just take it or leave it. Like. Yeah. He's the next and I want to, you know. Yeah. Who inspires you? Rappers. Uh, I can give you a top five. Yeah. Uh, okay. I say my number one, Gun. There's like my favorite artist, you know what I'm saying? Um, number two, Youngboy. Youngboy, one of my favorite artists. Number three, Lil Bam, uh, MBK4L, you feel me? Uh number four, D um uh, Memphis. Yeah, he be on that Memphis. So I miss with it. And number five, I say um action pack. He's like the young ones be the ones have me turn and and I like that. You feel me? They they keep the blood adrenaline, like fresh. So I like stuff like that. Yeah. So
0: drink you got any dream collaborations? Hmm dream collaborations, if you could collaborate with anybody, singer, rapper, whoever, ooh. who would you collaborate with? Uh, as of right now, like, gonna
4: always gonna be one, but you I got a young. little
0: situation right now. You know what I'm You gonna right. have to take notes. i will
4: like, <laughs> so, probably say, ooh, Asian doll.
0: Mm. She going crazy right now. Mm. Like, she
4: going crazy right now, like, they yeah. respect her right now, so yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Dope. Did you did you follow her like when she was kind of more coming up? Yeah more, yeah, more when she was a little bit earlier in the in the game. Definitely, one of my
4: homegirls put me on, so when I heard her, I was like. Ah. Then once I started in, I'm like, oh yeah, she's spinning like mm-hmm. you feel? she got so a different, it's a different
0: that. sound. So, like, you got to sit with it a little bit. You got, like, you go, you listen to it that first time, then you got to, like, go back. you like, okay, you know, yeah. that the, the melody, yeah. the whole thing is a little different. Yeah. Cause I think she knew what she was talking about. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, fine, no, for real. But nah, yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: What do you talk about in your music? Like, what's what's your, um what what's, what's the thing that you want? People to get from your songs.
4: I honestly just want them to listen. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying something. You know what I'm saying? I got a story too. Everybody got a story. You know, it may not be too sad or it may not be too bad. You know what I'm saying? But it's mine. And and if I'm if I'm saying it, I want them to listen to me. You feel me? I basically talk about like just life growing up. You know, and being who I am, and stepping into that side, what I've seen in life. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, yeah. All those different things. For sure, for sure. So, what, what about um, upcoming projects, things you're working on? What, what can the people expect from you?
4: Oh, they can expect a tape is on the way, in process. We putting that work in. You feel We dropping it. It's coming very soon. So you putting out a mixtape? drop with it? Mm-hmm. When makes
0: mixtape, yeah, nice. Almost,
4: once I drop that, we are gonna see what the people say. We are gonna let them speak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, little tour
0: going. Yeah, yeah, man, speaking into existence for sure, for sure. Um, dope. Well, I got two more questions for you. Mm-hmm. If you had a theme song for your life, what would it be? It would be Roddy Rich Faces.
4: Uh, I chose that song because it's like. What way he's saying and he, he basically saying, you feel me, he done jumped off the porch. You know what I'm saying? He done jumped off the porch. He done seen everything. He done went through enough to know. You feel me? He done pushed himself to jump and become this person. You feel me? And once you go up, you got to leave some people. You know what I'm saying? And you're going to lose a lot trying to get the way you're going. But once you get there, it's going to be so much hate. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to oversee it especially if you want to take care of your folks or you want to, you know what I'm saying, make sure you're good in the long run. So, yeah, I really like this song.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I like Roddy Rich. He cool. Um,
4: yeah.
0: Nice. And if you have, if you had a, a piece of advice for somebody who might be going through, um, you know, similar things that you went through growing up, come, trying to come out, what would you tell them?
4: I would tell them, be you. You know what I'm saying? Be confident, be bold. And I'm not saying everybody can do that in a day. Everybody don't have the the support and, you know, behind them, the pressure, but you pressure by yourself. You know what I'm saying? And if you apply that pressure, they gonna respect you. It's respect first. And you gotta know you a prize, no matter what. You know what I'm saying? No matter what situation you in, you got to be the prize. You got to think ahead. You know what I'm saying? You got to think like a boss or they're going to look at you like you're a little dog. You know what I'm saying? Uh, It's certain situations where people can't come out and things like that, and that's okay. Just be comfortable enough to know what's enough. Like, you dealt with that, but now it's time for you to be happy. It's time for you, you know what I'm saying? Because they can only agree or disagree, but this is something you got to do or someone you have to be until the day you die. You know what I'm saying? And life too short. Be who you gonna be. You know what I'm saying? And whoever love it, gonna love it. They gonna respect it. They gonna be behind you. And if they don't, then they never was. There you
0: go. For sure. That's it. That's it, man. Yeah. That's what's up. Hey, so tell the people where they can find you.
4: Oh, uh, Okay, okay. Um, You can find me on IG at GMS, big underscore. Um... Facebook GMS Big Worm, TikTok GMS Big Worm, and Twitter GMS Worm. Nice. All that. All right. Y'all go
1: follow
0: her. All that the same. So, y'all go follow her. Go download them songs, y'all. At the game You know what I'm saying? Go get it. So, first of all, thank you for coming through. Thank you for sharing your story. Keep doing your thing. Keep inspiring people. Keep living in your truth. Um, We definitely appreciate you over here. And um, y'all go follow the channel. Follow Quirly Black. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And y'all already know, I'm your host, Ashley. I'm going to catch y'all on the next one.